0: It's 49ers. Cutback podcast time. Welcome to the show. 49ers have a bunch of defensive linemen that are going to be free agents. Who are they going to bring back? Who's worth bringing back? Who's just going to cost too much? I want to get into this conversation because the 49ers' identity has been this defensive line. Since John Lynch and Kyle Shannon have arrived in San Francisco, they've done everything they can to bolster this defensive line. Some things they've done have worked. Some things they've done haven't. Uh, But when they get it right, this defense is absolutely fantastic. In 2019, with the amount of talent they had along that defensive line, once they inserted Nick Bosa into the fold to go with Armstead and Buckner uh, and D. Ford, it was absolutely spectacular. And they've been looking for that sort of chemistry again. Now, uh, in 2021, they had a really good thing going. Uh, They picked up Charles Aminhew during the season, Arden Key before the year. Those guys really helped with the depth of the rotation. Was one of the best that we've seen from the 49ers. Maybe not as dynamic on the opposite side of Nick Bosa, but still really, really good. Uh this year it, it seemed like you know it was Nick Bosa or bust at times. Uh Samson Ebicom, you know, he had some production, he did pretty good. Aminu uh, got a lot of hurries. Uh, but there wasn't a lot of times where those defensive linemen got home. And a lot of the reason could be that Eric Armstead wasn't healthy for most of the season, and that definitely changed the way the four yards defensive line played. Uh, but they had some really good players that they had picked up, guys like Hassan Ridgway that had come in and made plays for their team before they were ultimately injured. But the Four Yards have some decisions to make. So let's first look at who is under contract for the 49ers. These are the players. Nick Bosa, of course, he's expecting a huge extension before training camp. I'm sure the 49ers would like to lock him up. And this is the normal time in which they go about locking up their star player. So Bosa will get signed, and we'll see what that money is, somewhere over $30 million. Uh, Eric Armstead, under contract, big contract, by the way. Uh, then Javon Kinlaw, they're going to have to make some sort of decision on his fifth-year option, but that doesn't affect this year. He will play this season out. They have him under contract. Drake Jackson, the rookie, uh, second-rounder, who was inactive for most of the end of the season, uh, but showed flashes, and has got tremendous amount of athletic ability. Kyle Shanahan talked about the fact he needs to continue to work on his body. He can't lose strength during the season. So that is going to be something he's going to be working on this offseason. Uh, but I think there's a lot of upside with him. Kalia Davis, uh, he spent all the year on the NFI list, uh, non-football injury list. He got hurt in preparation for the 2022 NFL draft. Fourners were able to use a six-round compensatory pick uh to pick him up. And, you know, he got some practice at the end of the year. They opened up his window, got you know, three weeks of practice. Uh, He did not come back, but it's it's optimism for what Kalia Davis can do. They are very excited about how he was getting off the football and how he was progressing in their system. So high hopes for Kalia Davis moving forward. Uh, High hopes enough that they gave him a number that's been pretty significant for the 49ers and number 93. So DJ Jones is kind of the comp that everyone's been seeing. And uh, Kalia Davis is going to be... Uh, expected to make some plays. He's a slasher. He's an attacker. A guy who didn't really play with his hand in the ground until his second year in college. He used to be a linebacker. So he's an interesting prospect. Uh, so so you can see some young guys along here. And then Alex Barrett, they signed him to a futures contract. So he's on this defensive line. And the guy that's been with the 49ers organization for several years now, mainly on the practice squad, did get some time hauled up during 2020, where he actually played in football games. Uh, so this is what their you know, the under contract looks. And as you can see, the four ers normally keep I mean, anywhere from 8 to 10 guys on their 53-man roster. They don't have that here. They only have six. So they are going to have to address the defensive line. And you're not going to go in with these six either. So who is it that's going to be coming back? That's what we're talking about here. First off, you got Samson Ebucom. And Samson Ebucom signed him a couple years ago uh, to a two-year contract. And now that contract is coming up he's done pretty good uh you know he's played a lot of snaps for the 49ers out of the guys who are you know you've got to be free agents him and Charles and many you have played the most snaps for the 49ers over you know especially this season um, but he had 36 tackles five sacks uh at 13 quarterback hits one forced fumble great great year so uh I mean is that what you want opposite of both I think you'd like the production to get closer to double digits So you have a formidable force on the other side. Uh, What does his money look like? Well, he made $6 million in 2022. That was his uh, average annual salary. Uh, I think that his market value, I looked it up on uh, SpotTrack, and they have his market value being $7.7 million on, on the open market. That's not crazy. That's something the foreigners can definitely do. The salary cap definitely went up. His defensive end rank is number 33. So uh, or what? that's what his contract would be if he signed for $7.7 million per year. Um, three years, $23 million is kind of what they're looking at. So it's one of those things where, you know, will they bring him back? I think they will like to discuss bringing him back. They wouldn't mind, you know, being able to bring him back into the fold. I think it's all going to come down to money. Uh, you know, Arden Key was priced out, but, you know, uh, Ebucom is a starter uh, for the 49ers, so I'm sure there's some value there. I'm sure they're going to be poking around, too, looking to see what else is available, but I think if the 49ers could work out a contract that both sides feel is comfortable, they would be interested in bringing back Samson Ebucom. Uh, next up on the list is Charles Amenihue. The reason Charles Amenihue is so interesting, they, they trade for him in 2021 from the Houston Texans and he comes over and he plays for the 49ers, and he plays his 17 games. Uh, he had 538 snaps. That's seven more snaps than Samson EbiCom, even though EbuCom was a starter. EbuCom produced 36 tackles to a twenty 20, uh, but both players had five sacks. Uh, Evicom actually had three more quarterback hits, uh, both of them with fourth one forced fumble. The interesting part, of course, is Charles Evicom made $703,000, where Ebucon made over six million, so really equivalent stats between the two. Yeah, one guy made six million dollars, and the other guy didn't even make a million dollars. Uh, Charles Emeneau, what is his market like? Uh, I don't know. It also is gonna something's gonna have to be done with his off the field. You know what's gonna happen with you know, his arrest, and I know it's just a charge at this point, but I'm sure that's going to hamper his free agency unless it is taken care of beforehand. So, what kind of market? I think the 49ers would like to bring Charles Aminhew back, but it's a lot like Arden Key, and Arden Key went out and got a little over four million dollars on the open market once you started adding in bonuses and all that. Uh, so that's kind of the 49ers don't have a lot of money to play with along the defensive line. That's why they've got to have low uh cost, uh bargain basement type players, and you know these guys could price themselves out, of course. You don't bring back EbuCon, you could definitely bring back Charles Aminahue. I think it's likely that one of these guys is gone, um, which is too bad because both of them were great between the two of them. 10 sacks, uh, you know, almost 30 quarterback hits. That's fantastic. Both of these guys would be great in an art and key role uh, coming off the bench. I just think both are primed and ready to start. Next on the list, we're gonna go to the interior defensive line. Hassan Ridgeway came over to the 40 yards from the Philadelphia Eagles in the offseason now he was hurt unfortunately Uh, he only played 12 games and man was he having one fantastic year he had 28 tackles one sack four quarterback hits on a 1.8 million dollar cap hit so he wasn't exactly expensive i think the 49ers would love to bring him back he's still under 30 years old next year he'll play as 29 Uh, but he was a defensive run stopper on the interior the 49ers could definitely use him especially when you get to the playoffs so I think Ridgeway is somebody the 49ers are interested in paying uh, and interested in, in continuing in this rotation. And with the unknowns about Javon Kinlaw, uh, Ridgeway as a run stopper could be huge for the San Francisco 49ers defensive line. Of course, you want to continue to bring in youth, uh, but it, Ridgeway is not over the hill. He's not over the hump. He's still a very fantastic player. I thought he earned every single dollar this season. I look for the 49ers to try to bring him back in the fold. He's just that good. Uh, Next up, Jordan Willis. Jordan Willis, of course, came back to the 49ers uh, this offseason. He's been a free agent a couple times. Still almost 28 years old, so still a young guy. He only played in nine games. He had the start of the season with a suspension uh, for performance-enhancing drugs, so he did not get out there for a lot of snaps, but when he did, he made plays. He had two sacks and four quarterback hits in nine games. So he's a guy that could have easily had four to five Sacks, you know, pretty equal to Samson, Ebby, and Charles, and He had one forced fumble, so he's making plays as well for a price of $1.1 million. He was definitely cheap. I think they would love to bring Jordan Willis back to San Francisco and continue to play him as a rotation. All the players love him. Uh, Chris Kisarek likes his motor and the way he gets after it. I think he is a solid rotational piece, and not just that, but his addition on special teams. Remember, they were choosing Jordan Willis over Drake Jackson because of how well Jordan Willis played on special teams. And we can all remember back to the 2021 divisional round versus Green Bay Packers where he blocks the punt and the four yards get a victory after a Talano Ufonga touchdown on the recovery. So I think that Jordan Willis is another guy they want to bring back. And these guys are cheap. Uh, you could sign him potentially to your veteran exemption. So he doesn't cost too much money, but you're able to give him $1.3 million, which would be a little bit of a raise. And you got to think if he can play 17 games, that his numbers will go up and he'll get four or five sacks coming off the bench. He only had 174 snaps on the season, yet he had two sacks. It's it's pretty good. Uh, so I think he's a guy the 40 yards are definitely interested in bringing back. Next up, Kerry Hyder. And I think anytime Chris Kasarik is your defensive coordinator, you got to think Kerry Hyder is going to be there and on the team. And Reiter's versatility was on display this year. Uh, He played interior defensive line. He played on the edge as a defensive end. He did whatever the 49ers needed him to do, and he did pretty good. Uh, He played in 16 of the 17 games, logged over 340 snaps, 19 tackles, one sack, four quarterback hits. and Some of that was him playing interior. With him playing interior defensive line, his sack numbers went down. It was 2020 when he played on the outside. He led the 49ers in sacks with eight and a half. So he was unselfish. He did what the 49ers wanted him to do. You know, in a price tag of $1.5 million, how can you say no to bringing Hyder back for rotation? I think you want to bring in young guys that can compete with him. But these type of guys, you know, they were talking about here, Jordan Willis, Kerry Hyder, uh, Hassan Ridgeway, those are guys you want on your roster that can make an impact in that second wave, that, that second unit that can come in and spell your starters and all those guys are very servible, serviceable in that role, will another NFL team decide to value them and give them more money than the 49ers are expecting to have to pay them? Yes, they can. Uh, but adding these guys right back into the mix is huge. You know, you're probably going to lose a Minihue or ebucom Having your rest of your rotation you know, pretty set is good for the 49ers. So Heider, Chris Kacarek, it just makes sense. He'll probably be back. So, what about Mo Hurst? I bet a lot of people forget that Mo Hurst is even on the team uh, because Mo Hurst got hurt in training camp. In 2021, he got hurt, came back, and then ended up getting hurt again. And uh, Mo Hurst is an explosive player. He was giving people fits. In fact, when I went to the open practice in 2021, he's the one that was giving Aaron Banks a lot of fits when Banks was trying to battle Daniel Brunskill for the starting right guard spot. Uh, and Mo Hurst was having himself one heck of a early part of the the off season as well. Uh, but then he ended up you know tearing his uh, his pec or bicep and got you know hurt pretty bad and he was out for the year. Uh, he's one of those guys that the 49ers haven't had tried to pay a lot of money to. He was a 1.1 $1. $1 million dollar guy, still only 28 years old. Could the fourniers kick the tires on him? Probably they potentially could. Uh, just do they think he could stay healthy? I know they were super excited about him one of those guys they've been wanting to see out there i don't know i don't know if they'll kick the tires again uh i think because he's so cheap there's a you know a, a reward there that you could possibly get if he can stay healthy i wouldn't be surprised if forty yards go either way if they let him go or they keep him uh to me he's he's you know had two different kinds of injuries it was lower body in 2021 2022 it was upper body so i don't know exactly how they feel about maurice hurst But I know I liked him as a player. When he came over with Arden Key from the Raiders, I was expecting him to make a huge impact. Injuries did not allow that to happen. And once again, in 2022, he had a season. that he never really got off the ground because he got injured. He was in great shape. He looked really good. Uh, So we'll see what the 49ers end up deciding to do with defensive tackle Moe Hurst. Now, Kevin Givens, you probably noticed he wasn't on the under contract list. He's a restricted free agent. So it's a little bit different with Givens. Because the 49ers can put a designation on. Him. If you put a, a first round designation on him, you're gonna have to pay him well over four million dollars. Second round almost four million dollars, you know, and then a right of first refusal, which you'll probably get forgiveness if somebody decides to sign him away. They you know, you can match their their contract. Now, if we put a second round designation on him, that means we're gonna give him a significant raise. He only made eight hundred and ninety-five thousand. So uh you know, right of first refusal seems to be the way they would go with him. But I would expect for him to come back probably at a pretty you know cheap rate. Um, but he will get a raise. I mean, it was Daniel Brunskill last year. They got his first significant raise where he got over $2 million. I look for Kevin Givens to kind of be in that same area as he looks to come back. And the 49 still like what he can do on the inside. So I think everyone would agree. Givens makes a lot of sense to bring back, especially cheap. And then there's T.Y. McGill. Uh, T.Y. McGill, I think he came in and, and made an impact for the 49ers. He got after it. He made some plays, uh, and, you know, he was exciting to watch. So I think T.Y. McGill could end up on the Forty years 90-man roster. Whether he makes the 53-man roster I think is another story. I think you would love for them to get good enough on the interior defensive line that they don't need McGill to make the roster. But he's he made uh, some plays. He was a disruptor, and I think that's what the Forty ers are like along their interior defensive line. And on their defensive line in general. So the 49 ers are gonna to have to have some decisions that need to be made. Uh, they have several guys that are you know free agents. Who do you think the 49ers should be should bring back? Ebucom, a I think those are big choices to make on the edge. Or should they just you know worry about picking up another free agent from another team? You know, could there be a, a guy out there uh, that you know you really like that's gonna be available from another roster? I think there are going to be players, and you know, right now we're just talking about 49ers, but uh, do we need a significant upgrade from Nick Bosa? If we do, you might not want to spend $7.7 million on Sepsie Com or 4 to $5 million on Charles and Those are all decisions the 49ers have to make. They have a lot to make along that defensive line because they need to make sure they sure up that defensive line. They got a really good linebacker group, and the secondary has definitely gotten a lot better and a lot younger and improved. They spent heavily on Charverius Ward. So they need to make sure they have the defensive line, and they need to make sure they have the defensive line that can help Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead. So the Forders are going to have to make some upgrades. They're going to have to make some tough decisions. Who do they bring back? Let me know what you think in the comment section down below. Like the video. If you haven't already, subscribe to the channel. We'll really appreciate it. uh ers have big decisions at a bunch of positions, and defensive line could be the most significant of them all well thank you for watching i'll catch you guys on the next one but until then stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers